0: Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. I'm Johnny Anderson, and I'm joined today by Marty Foster, Bruce Adams, and Mr. Bill Campbell. Good evening, gentlemen. Nice to have you both with us tonight. Mr. Campbell, welcome back. It's good to see you. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you very much, young man. Doing fine. Thank you very much. Bruce, how are you today? Uh, Healthy and alive. Fantastic, and Marty, of course, this was your idea this evening. So we're going to go with kind of your format this evening. We've come up with some interesting things. Oh, don't don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. This was your idea. You wanted to step away from the politics of things. So
1: let's start with this. How are you today? I'm fair to middling. Uh, I think is the non-committal answer I will give at this juncture. Fantastic, and it's
0: nice to see you both in this new virtual setup that we're doing here. So um, yeah.
1: And, and, you look like you're yeah. about to star in in that. What's that one with the the two guys and the nun? And <laughs> what? <laughs> they're going to Chicago in a car. Oh,
0: the Blue Brothers. Brothers. Oh, my That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing Elwood. Yeah, I'm playing Elwood in the new one, in the remake. Yeah. I just thought it
2: was very bright over there. That was all.
0: Yeah. No, not yet, actually. We're actually, we're, we're experimenting with some lighting here. It's not quite as bright yet, uh, but it will be in the coming days. Uh, and behind uh-huh. you, that is quite a bit of uh, lighting behind you, so we're we're going to have to sort all okay. that out. But I, I talked to you this okay. afternoon. Okay. I talked to you this afternoon and we, uh, we came up with an idea for that. But anyway, uh, moving right along. Okay, so I'm not gonna intro this. I'm actually going to step back. I'm going to let you intro this. You decided you want to step away from politics for a night. And to be honest with you, the stuff that we put out yesterday, we need a break. We need a break. We need to take a step back and we need to just kind of enjoy ourselves. And, and for some reason, we only seem to have the funny podcasts and the laid back podcasts when we have you folks from the UK on. So um, you're the uh, you're the put the feet up and, and relax kind of type. So uh, let's Let's take a look at what you wanted to do this evening uh, and and how you want to start with it. But it's not going to be – I don't think it's going to be politically based. We're not going to be getting into deep conversations. We're more or less going to be talking uh, – I we floated an idea last week, something about my two cents, and I think this is going to kind of be centered around that in a, in a way. So what exactly do you have in mind?
1: Right, okay. Okay. Um, my thoughts on this were, you're absolutely right. We need to move away from politics for a little while. But because we are naturally angry, grumpy old men, at least Bill and I are, yeah. then we, we should look at something like Room 101, the Orwellian idea of a place where you put all the things you don't like. So if each of us in turn talks about something that really grinds our gears, uh, as you put it, I, I've got another phrase And it starts with grips, my, but um, (laughs) family show, can't use that. So, uh, yeah. So the idea is for each of us to talk about the things that really upset us, make us annoyed, and we wish we could just put in a room somewhere and never see again. And I'm gesticulating now because I didn't used to gesticulate, but because I can see myself. I've started to wave my hands around like Magnus Pike. Only few, only very few people will get that reference.
0: Fair enough. Okay, where? Okay, so basically, I'm I'm taken away from the fact that we want to pick like a topic, as in from what we saw of the show, we pick the topic, or the topic comes along from one of us. We go around the room and we each give our two cents on that topic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. Essentially, okay. but one of us should perhaps remain as a judge and decide. Okay whether it goes into room one or one or whether not.
0: Okay. Well, um, i tell you what, since it 30. is. Yeah. Okay. i tell you what, since it is your native show, how about you be the judge and we will throw the topics in. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Happy with that. Now, now I came up with a list of things. I spoke with you on the phone earlier this afternoon, but we didn't talk. About all the details, like we're talking now, because we want to keep it as organic as possible. And we didn't discuss what the topics were that we wrote down. Bruce did this, and I already see the two of you over there plotting. That's, yeah, okay. So I told Bruce last night, I said, you come up with a list of things. And I said, but let's not tell each other. So we haven't told each other the things that gripe us the most. And I, I just scratched some stuff down. And as a matter of fact, when I was in the car earlier, something jumped out in front of me and yeah I'll, I'll tell y'all about that because that's one thing that really gripes me. Uh that's one of the things that really pissed me off. So we'll go around the rim. So where where where's the starting? Let's get an entry point. where, where do you want to start?
1: Yeah, let's um let's start with Bruce. So Bruce, what is the first item that you would like to go into room 101? And it doesn't have to be a thing, it can be a feeling, it can be a rule, it can be anything you like really Ooh, okay um well some of the stuff
3: that i have listed here right uh the first one that really grinds my gears is uh we'll, we'll say fakery but really when you boil it down is probably lies when when people lie and knowingly lie or are trying to manipulate or you know something like that 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 one I, it just really grinds grinds me really really bad Uh, you know, I mean, we we see it in politics, we see it in media, we see it in our daily lives, you know, or can see it in our daily lives, depending on uh, the type of person.
1: Okay, so what if your ugly cousin (laughs) turns up in her best party dress and and you have to say to her, my goodness, Jemima, you look rancid (laughs) because you can't tell a lie what you really need to say is, you know, oh, wow, that color really suits you. What well, an interesting choice. Yeah, what what have you done with your hair? The dress looks nice, but you still need some work. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, you know... I,
0: I, I prefer the the response from... Uh, I'll take it from a line of Harry Potter. My, you look dashing.
2: Yes. Yeah, you don't want to go around and say, oh, you've fallen out the fugly tree twice hit every branch on the way down. Oh, my goodness. You no, really you, do you don't want to say that. You don't want to be rude. You, you don't want
1: to be no. rude. No, but you see... No, i mean there's been a recent problem as well a wife asked her husband uh, or uh, commented to her husband um you know lockdown code because of covid has made me put on all this weight and he said you were fairly chunky before covid and uh time of death was 11 p.m <laughs> cause was covid19
3: covid19 yeah I mean, valid, valid points. But at the same time, is it beneficial even the white lies? Does it benefit people or society to to not know the truth? Is it more beneficial to know the truth? Because that's where that's where I have difficulty um, kind of parsing the two.
1: I would rather know a painful truth than a comforting lie. When the yeah, well, this is just my opinion. And As I'm the judge, I'm going to get the final say anyway, but we'll go around a, a few. Maybe other people have got different ones that they're going to put forward but um i would say sometimes you need that option you need the option for a gentle um lie and and because you've said lies that includes all lies Mm -hmm. so you know so uh, you know that's a perfectly reasonable and and valid thing to want to go into room 101 let's see if it's successful johnny what would you like to put into room 101
0: (laughs) okay um (laughs) so this is my my turn to put my topic forward yes yeah okay what i would like to put in are cyclists now i'm not bashing anybody that's yeah i'm not bashing anybody you put it down didn't you you put cyclists down there
1: uh, sort of We'll talk okay. about that in a moment. Don't worry. OK, I,
0: I don't like the fact and I understand the rules of the road and things like that, where you have cyclists that you have to they you have to yield to them. So they have the right of way. You have to pay attention to them. But I, I'm sorry when they blatantly go out and ignore traffic laws. I mean, they are supposed to follow the rules of the road and they do not. They don't. And and clearly, I mean, I about smashed into one earlier today. He just came out of the side street. All of a because here you've got, I don't know if it's, if it's this way in, in the UK, but on the side streets, they've got the right of way out into the main intersection. And so you have to be very careful. And just out, uh, a cyclist came. And I swear, if I hadn't slammed on the brakes, the son of a bitch would have gone open over. And I, I just, I can't stand it. I can't stand it because they block traffic. they They're a menace. And even when there is a bicycle path, when there is a painted bicycle path, they do not stay on it. They purposely come off of it and go out in the middle of the road because they know they have the right of way
1: well you're, you're winning me over you're sli- you are stressed out about this now I can see your face while you're talking about it I can tell it bothers you um the the issue with cyclists that I have um, here in the UK they have to follow exactly the <laughs> same laws as the as as the uh, car drivers truck drivers bus drivers. however last night for instance I was on my way to a friend's. And I had to go over a uh, on a minor road over a hill. And cyclist after cyclist was yeah. slowing everything down. I was just
2: about to say exactly the same
1: place over the same reason. Yeah. But even worse than that, the trouble with bicycles is middle-aged men in lycra, mammals. <laughs> they are the most repulsive thing you are ever likely to see. Bulging all over the place, snugly fit into tight-fitting body hugging lycra leaving no nor leaving nothing to the imagination uh, and well what it does leave you with is a, a deep feeling of sympathy for their poor underprivileged wives so um, screams yeah. of think of the children as they go cycling Yeah oh. so, so far I'm I'm with you on cycling because it causes men of a certain age to wear tight fitting lycra and they think it's really good to shave their legs too well, no, yeah, but uh, the, the office. Why? And they, they walk through the office wearing their, their Lycra as if it was a suit of armour that makes them better than us because I'm eating a donut and a sandwich <laughs> and at and the same time. And everything is winking at us. I don't yes. like it. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. But well, well, I'll, I will pass no judgment at this point, but I can probably guess that you've figured out which way this is falling so far. So any more on on, on cyclists that you'd like to add there, Johnny?
0: No, no, I, I can't say that there is. I, I just wish that if we're going to look for some kind of a solution for that, I, I I just wish that we could somehow or another, and I don't want to say get rid of the rules of the road. I'm not saying that at all, but they just need to be more mindful of... Uh, Traffic. I I would say, see, I'm more of the mindset of if you have something bigger, then you have the right of way. Get out of the way, right? For example, agricultural equipment, okay, tractors, combine harvesters, things like that. They have to use the roads too when they move their stuff. Yeah, you have to yield to them. More or less. More or less. You have to yield to them because they're not moving. Bicycles, it should be the same way. You have to yield to the traffic that's coming through because, first of all, there's more of us. Second, you're going to cause an accident by your behavior, like you were talking about, by holding up traffic and things like that. And is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? No. So I, I think that if we're going to go down the road of trying to solve problems, I mean, that would be one that I would seriously address because there are more concerns than just a single cyclist involved here. How
1: about where you are, uh, Bruce? Do you get many cyclists? I imagine they get chased by bears <laughs> and <boom. laughs>
3: around the part that I live. No, we
1: don't. We don't have many cyclists. Um, usually
3: the ones we do have are Shall we say the lower income persuasion and they're usually more they're more concerned about other people. So they don't like, you know, think they're better than everybody else or what have you. So they, they generally follow the rules of the road. Now, if you go into the larger cities, uh, that changes. And it's as, as you're describing, they, they can become problematic if you're getting the cyclists that are in groups. Uh, you know, doing their little tours or whatever the hell they do. Yeah, that's when it becomes a problem. But there's, I mean, there's a herd of them at that point. So, yeah.
1: So, okay. So, so far we've had lies from Bruce. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Lies from Bruce. We've had cyclists, particularly the arrogant city, urban cyclists that think they own the road. And so, Bill, what's your, um... well, obviously ours is a very British problem. Rude people. This doesn't mean that people
2: swear. It's people that are actually inconsiderate people. How dare they? And that's where it gets frustrating. Where I mean, a very simple thing. You drive past someone, you pull over to let the other cars come through. How dare the person coming towards you doesn't say thank you? That's just... <gasps> that's rude. That's obscene. That is obscene. And then generally, when you have the rude people, they think they're going to get the upper hand. They make a fuss about something and have a go at you. Again, belittling you, telling you how rubbish you are, doing whatever you're doing. Again, why? What does it achieve? All it does is just wind people up. Can't be having with it. And generally rude people need a good slap around the head at times, i tell you. Oh, oh, bit controversial. I know. Um, so how big do you think this room is? Well, that's massive. Well, it's gotta be well, it, you could you could put cyclists in there and you could put in liars in there as well, you see. But there are so many rude people. And they classify as both. Oh yeah, true. Um, you think of those cyclists that you've had on the hill, right? Yeah. They could have easily seen the big line of traffic behind them, pulled over for about a minute
1: or so, mm. let that pile go past and started again. Do they? No. No, no. And and the weekends are worse, but the we're we're mixing our I We're know. I know. Now. See, I'm trying to get in both ends. You see, there you go. Yes. Uh, well, rudeness. Sometimes I really enjoy being rude. Don't you? I've <laughs> said. In fact, I've seen you enjoy <laughs> being really, really rude to. But someone. But there's
2: being rude and being smart about it. It's like going up to somebody and saying, "Oh, you come for a battle of wits. I so see you're only half armed." Nine <laughs> times out of ten, they haven't got a clue what you've just
1: said. Yes. Like, for all, or for instance, thou has a face that can only be improved by scratching. That's right. Yes. Um these kind of witty retorts we we use um sarcasm and rudeness yeah. uh, as a retributive strike do we not True. to the rude people so but in that instance we are also being rude so
2: but what do you think of a british, a typical british thing somebody comes in does something that you find offensive say in a restaurant right the very British thing is no one will actually say anything to that individual they'll all sit there and stare at, as if they well. Well, look at them. Oh, they have done such a bad thing. But if they're truly rude people, they don't care. No. They really don't care. And
1: that's when they need to be taken out and slapped. Well, yeah, I mean, as I'm the, 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 the judge tonight, so my my things, my, the, the things I put together, yep. one of them was the you-have-to-be-hit-first rule. Oh. You know, the, no. the rule the the rule where you it, you have to have a... Someone hit you first before you can hit them back.
0: Yeah, well, self-defense.
1: Yeah, but what's the point? If you know it's going to happen, you might as well do a what's the word? That uh, something but, but strike it's a preemptive yeah, strike. Preemptive strike. You see, if you know it's, 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 it's it. going to happen,
0: there, it's a legal so problem. This, it's a li- it's a litigation a
2: problem. problem. Well, you well you cobra Kai, strike first, strike hard. Yeah, go yeah, for no the knee. Masi? Go for the knee. Um,
1: <laughs> which would kill both of us. No, I know. I no, no. Um. The uh <laughs> no, no, no. The preemptive strike on rudeness. You see an ass hat walking towards you True. who you know is gonna be rude, so you get your revenge in first.
2: But then again, in some jobs, like I've got to do, you know, I'm standing there, customer relationships and this and the other. You have relationships with your customers. I try to. Okay. Anyway, they, they will come up and you can spot the arse hat, no problem whatsoever. They come towards you and you still go,
1: hi, how are you? Oh, you're lovely. You're smashing. And as soon as they walk out of the room, you go, arsehat. hat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why I work in an office largely by myself. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I don't. And you don't because the world is full of ass hats. And that's why I can't stand rude people. So, because you got to be this? nice to them. Yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna have to pick another subject each. Yeah, uh, for to- for this first round. Well, as to be much fair, as I... Yeah.
0: To be fair, you picked a you picked a good one because we're we're cut, we think is one here because we're crisscrossing things. Yes, as you said, but I also wrote down, and honestly, I think we can loop this one into it as everything you brought up there. I wrote down stupidity. So, I mean, I, oh, I, I, yep, I
1: think that it. I th-
0: I think we can just kind of lump all that in there together. Yes.
1: Yeah idea yeah, okay but but from the three individual choices for entry into room 101 we had lies from Bruce we had cyclists from Johnny and we had rude people from Bill so um as the judge I'm gonna have to say sorry Bruce but the little white lie every now and again or the big black one that gets you out of a world of trouble um is very useful so no I'm not having those going into room 101 rude people it's six and two threes two sides of the same coin old bean I enjoy being rude you enjoy being rude so I think uh I'm gonna to have to discount that on 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 those grounds A very dead so good old cyclists <laughs> middle-aged men in Lycra road hogging idiots with crash stupidity are going into room 101 fabulous Kalunk. there we go. Obviously, we're stealing this this format from a TV show, but they stole it from George Orwell. So who are you going to sue?
0: Actually, it, it fits in quite well when you start talking about George Orwell in nineteen eighty four. Eric Blair was his author, or his real name. George Orwell was, was his uh, publication name. But from all the stuff we talk about, the dark tech stuff that Bruce and I talk about, I mean, hey, it kind of fits, right? So, I mean, we're doing a, a comedic take on it. So, um, yeah, continue. So, what's well,
1: this next? Is, this is, I actually, yeah. Well, so next this time we'll start with we'll start with Bill. Bill's next choice for entry into room one oh one is holier than thou people and this doesn't just mean religion it means
2: everybody who's got a righteous idea about something not only do they let you know about it within about five seconds of meeting them but they also want to try to convert you to their idea straight away and even if you have something opposite and you have proof of opposite no matter what you say how you say it it's a no oh no that's wrong and they will not budge. They will not listen to reason. A lot of people I know, you know, lovely people they are, but they are a bunch of yogurt weavers and they hug a tree and pick up a squirrel and make sure it's better. I get it. I really get it. But when they turn around and say, you must do the same thing, I'm going, uh no. I'd rather not do that. Thank you very much. I'll try and do something else similar, but not the exact way that you're doing it. But I get told that I'm doing things wrong and what they are doing is the right way. And surely I'm allowed to have my own
1: opinion. But obviously, holier than our people, the self-righteous people, no, I don't. Well, I've got nothing to come back on there, actually, apart from maybe, just maybe, occasionally, when I meet someone who is um, a halfwit, <laughs> um, and they're doing something wrong, and I know for a fact they're doing something wrong, and I try to persuade them otherwise, their half-wittery prevents them from understanding uh, the good advice I might be giving. So in that particular scenario, I become the holier-than-thou person.
2: No, what if they then turn around to you and say, well, well I don't care what you've just said to me, you are actually wrong. I'm doing what, what
1: is right Ah, oh, well then, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's
2: that. That's them being pure to the belief of what they're doing is perfect the whole time, and no matter what you say, is not going to change them. You could give evidence,
1: a hundred percent evidence, and they still turn around and went no. Nope. Well, we were talking earlier on about um this this very subject, and um I was at a, a bus station in Norwich waiting to catch a bus to go home, and a lady sat next to me. And she had just been to a Billy Graham rally at Carra Road football ground. And somehow we got on to a conversation about creationism. And she she said, oh, no, no, the world was created in seven days. Um, evolution is a lie. And I went, whoa, 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 what do you mean evolution is a lie? She said, no, no, evolution's a lie. I said, what about paleontolic evidence you know fossils and such or they were just put there as a test a good test yeah brilliant so so yeah that would be that would be the kind of example of holier than thou basically yeah yeah okay thank you so going out of turn now Johnny, what's your second one? My second one,
0: uh, which, by the way, um, I have to concur on those because I wrote down autocrats. Kind of just throw it and yeah, just work all that in there because that's what they act like. You know, so yep, um, I, I don't like people telling me what to do. I, I can't stand that. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just I can decide. I, I'm a big kid. Yeah, and I can decide.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> that
0: wasn't fair. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just because you said that. I will get on with my <laughs> next topic. Taxes. <laughs> I don't like taxes. Oh, <laughs> Taxes. I don't like taxes. I think taxes what? are theft. You, uh, at no. the same time, at the same time, I understand why they're necessary in certain cases. I get it. But I think they're too damn high. And I think they're overblown. And they're put in the wrong places. And the tax money is not used the way that it's intended to be used. And I can go all the way back to the Boston Tea Party <clears throat> as the, hey, the, hey. the call the uh, the colonists <laughs> that lip curl I don't, really the colonists really? <laughs> just be hey, just because you told me to get on with it, I'm getting on with it. The colonists <laughs> decided that they didn't want to pay that two percent tax to the crown on the tea. so as a result, we uh, we decided to create our own nation. and as a result of that nation being created, we're sitting here having this conversation as dear friends, are we not? Are we not? So, it wasn't just on the team was it? <laughs> well, I mean, just, just, just a side note. It was only a two percent tax, by the way, just two percent. That's it. Yeah. But no taxes. Taxes really pissed me off because. Like I said, they're they're taking it too high amounts. They're not used properly, and uh, we're not seeing the return on investment when it comes to those uh, those investments that we, the citizenry, are forced to pay under penalty of uh, law or justice or whatever the hell you want to call it. But yeah, taxes. I have a big gripe with taxes. All the money gets either stolen or it gets diverted into unjust causes. It doesn't do anything to benefit us, the citizenry, by and large. Our infrastructure's failing. Our social programs are a disaster. And yeah. OK, that's me because I could sit here and go on and on and on. But in the interest of time, well, yeah, so it's interesting
2: actually because, uh, the council near us, they, they actually will tell you exactly what your housing taxes goes to. and They've got to by law and they actually lay it out. And so if you don't see a marked improvement, you take the council to task about the whole thing. But the government tax, that frustrates me a little bit because we do pay it that's no problem at all. But we then have to borrow, the government borrows so much money, and you think, yourself, well, how is that going to get paid back? Well, it's going to get paid back in tax. But sometimes the borrowing from the government isn't our fault. And so why do we have to pay so much? We went through austerity, we're going to go through austerity again, and again, and again, until it's going to get right. And Again, we may not pay the tax. Now, luckily enough, I'm, I actually own so, I owe so little a tax per, mu- per month, per year, whatever, because of the jobs I do. However, when it comes in, boy, it does not sting. It really does. And it takes a big chunk out of what I
1: own. Uh, yeah. This, this, this is a sore one for me because I, I was self-employed on contractor money and because of recent changes to the law here in the UK with IR35, all of the benefits of being self-employed, I didn't get to enjoy. So as it was just for a short time, I wound up being taxed to the hilt and I'm still paying back 2019's tax at the moment. So, yeah, you, you might just have trumped Bill there yeah, I think um, so. with the uh, with the tax.
2: Well, Uh, just on the last one about the taxing. There's a a gent I knew, because I work in the film business as well, he did a a free lighting rig of £100,000 worth of kit for the sole reason that if he didn't do the job, his name would be dropped off the list, but he had to do the job for free. Otherwise, if he didn't, he'd go to the next tax bracket and lose so much money, like
1: 50% of his earnings, in one go. And that's how stupid tax can be. Yeah, but without tax... Um, you don't get things like the national health service yes you don't get things like an armed forces that are there to protect your borders you don't get policemen and as much as i've got well i have have got some affection for policemen um your dustbins dustbins yeah Yeah. all that all those kind of things simple things what are we going to do instead that that would be the question but we can we can leave it there how about you bruce what's have you got anything to say about tax or or what's your next item for Room 101? Okay, so I, I
3: do have some things to say about taxes. I, I have to jump on the board and say I don't like taxes. And now the, the catch with that is some of the programs I agree with, as you stated, police, um, you know, uh, military. I'm on board with those here in America. Those are things that the government are supposed to provide. But the... The efficiency, the the amount where they put the money, that's where I have the problem. Like they, they don't use the money effectively at all. I mean, I mean they, they take out more loans. So now we own more money or they take out money. For example, our social security system, which is, you know, money that we earn, we put into that for our retirement. That's supposed to be at a government level. The government's not supposed to touch that. Well, it's in the general fund. So they take out of that as they please. So, I mean, in effect, that's a tax in and of itself as well. Uh, so I think we're too heavily taxed to get some of the things that the government is supposed to provide. The other things that they say they provide, that's within their quote unquote powers, which constitutionally isn't. They're very inefficient at doing it. So it's just not I, I'm not I'm not good with taxes. What's your next item, Bruce? What's the well, next <laughs> that you'd like to end into? So I, I, I kind of had the um, holier than thou types that was that was on my list as well. It's most how books um, we think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which mine was based in kind of uh, more the religious side of things, just because I'm religious myself. And it 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 pains me so much seeing Christians or, or any really any religion saying like coming forward and saying this is the only way and like beating people with it and just hounding them on it. And it's like God, that's not that's not how you make an argument. Like that's not how you garner um, favor from uh, people inter- interacting with them. Right. But anyway, so that, 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 that is one that's really, really bugs me, uh, from a religious standpoint, but then you, you brought up a good point, for example, vegans or, or, uh, we, uh, online talks about joking about, um, CrossFit and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And how long, if, if you have a, a CrossFit vegan, which one are they going to tell you about first?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, know, uh, video- uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry, I've just got to say, I saw a video today of, some, I mean, I don't know what vegan food they were eating, but all of these people were filling out their Gothic clothes very well, shall we say, <laughs> lay, laying roses on a meat counter in a supermarket. Oh, good Because they, they were commemorating the, the, their fallen brothers um, in the battle <laughs> of, of you know, carnivorous consumption. And, and I've, I've, I thought, you know, if I went on to a vegan diet, I would I would lose weight. I would definitely lose weight. But the, these guys, they must be sneaking in the odd McDonald's. Why, why is it, though, you go into
2: any restaurant and if you've got a vegetarian or vegan with you, they say, well, there's got to be, there has to be something on the menu it's it's virtually a law it's a kind of unseen law as such there's got to be a vegan or veg, a vegetarian option yeah you go into a vegetarian or or vegan restaurant where's the cow option that's what i want to know yeah yeah <laughs> that's <a good>
3: point. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and i mean okay i get kind of the idea of why some of them do it right i know people that that are vegan and the thing is i don't disagree with some of the reasons that they're vegan, right? They, they hate how animals are treated before they're butchered. I get it. You know, I agree with that, but I'm not to the point that I'm going to stop eating meat uh, because of that. It's, it's, I mean, it's needed. And you look around the world like it. The only reason you can be vegan or vegetarian here in the uh, in in the Western world really is because of the place we're at and development. Right. If you lived in another country, it's not really going to be, you know, if you lived uh, like in the Middle East. Yeah. Good luck trying to be vegan.
2: You know, I mean, it's not
3: you can't do it. I so, have a lot of
2: respect yeah. for my, um, somebody I know, she went vegan, very, very, very good. Um, and you chatted to her about it and you say, well, why have you gone vegan? And she would sit there and tell you her personal reasons why. However, if we went out for a meal with us all, she'd quite happily sit there, eat a bowl of chips whilst we're all tugging into steak. She wouldn't force her opinion mm, on anybody. Steak. So I thought that was pretty good somebody who's got a true belief in something but won't force it however recently went to a wedding a couple of lads got got married uh, really nice chaps however again an individual within that but there's a couple there one's going to be a vicar basically they still had a personal problem with the whole thing and they said well why are you even here if you have a problem with it but again they were there to be supportive they didn't say anything they just was there smiled a lot. Again, a lot of appreciation for them too. However, there are others, like you said, who really drive the nail home. Uh, and it's the old Chinese
1: saying it or Japanese saying it, a nail sticks up, you get hit the most. Yeah, Jesse M. Camp said that yeah. just the other day. Oh, I've lost exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, it's back to my one of my things that I was going to pick. The, you know, the you've got to be hit first rule. Oh, yeah, true. Either rude people or holier than... Oh, you've done it, haven't you? Or rude people or holier-than-thou no people deserve to be throat-punched first, (laughs) even before they get a chance (laughs) to utter the phrase or saying that is going to upset you and prove that they are what they are. (laughs) (laughs) Throat-punched over and done with. Now, I'm a bit confused, Bruce. Was any of those things your next item? Uh, the holier than thou was the next yeah. item. Yes. Oh, so you're, yeah. you're doubling down with Bill, basically. Uh, yeah, basically. That was that was doubling. Down. If you if you
3: want me to pull something else out, I can pull something else out. I, I do have another one that kind of. Well, yeah, 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 let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So the, the other one that really kind of bugs me, and I don't, I don't, I really don't know how to go about explaining this one. So it it we see it. Uh, I see it a lot in the <laughs> religious circle of things. Sorry. Yeah. I I see it a lot in like the religious circles, but outside of that, I see it in in the everyday stuff as well. But um, I'm going to call it legalism. All right. Legalism. I'm calling it legalism. Now, here's here's what I mean by it. It's a okay When you have general rules. Right. So unspoken rules, societal rules or uh, not laws. Right. Uh, We're not talking about laws, things that will get you in trouble with government or what have you. You know, things we've all agreed upon being wrong. But when you have those unspoken rules that you're supposed to follow, those kind of things bugged me, right? The the unspoken rules that if you don't do it, well, then you're a terrible person, and and honestly, that that's I, I get the kind of reasoning behind it and why we do it, but why I, I don't like being bound by those kind of things, right? I, I I I guess it kind of fits into what Johnny was saying about not liking people telling you what you know, what you're supposed to do, being told what you're supposed to do. That's kind of kind of the vein that I'm going in with this is, is that. I, so
0: I, I so just,
2: if, if there's a, a rule rule that you, everybody follows, it's okay. But it's the unwritten rules that you're just expected to know. Yeah. The unwritten rules that you're
3: expected to know. And if you don't follow the rule, then you're a terrible person or, or, you know, yeah. or you're perceived as being a terrible person. Yeah, And I mean- and those ones, how, how, how people can get so ingrained and so, uh, the, you know, attached to those things. And it just, that whole system kind of, it it, it really bothers me. It, it doesn't, it, it gets, that's, I, I feel like that's what feeds into the whole holier than thou or the uh, people being rude or, you know, those, those, those yeah. realms. If, if we didn't have those kind of unspoken rules that it would kind of help alleviate the tension, if you will.
1: Yeah. One of the things that bugs me like that, uh, I'm just wondering if this fits into your example or, or fits into your your way of thinking. Cards. Greetings cards. Valentine's Day. Bloody Valentine's Day. Made-up Catholic holiday. Yeah. Restaurants get to charge double. Hallmark makes a bloody fortune. It's all bollocks. It's, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. And you know, the, the kind of trouble that you get in for not sending a card, oh, you know, yeah. especially if it's a significant other and you don't do it on Valentine's Day. Right. Those unspoken rules that are really only out to benefit companies and whatnot. Really? that that Yeah. that 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 is the line of thinking that I'm going for. Yes.
1: OK. I, I, I like that. So I, I think that's all of them in now, isn't it? What, yep. what, what, it is. What do yeah. we have to recap? So for, for round two, yours, Johnny, was? Taxes. Taxes. Bill, in round two, you didn't like yogurt weavers, holier than thou individuals. And for you, Bruce, it was the unwritten rules and the grief you get for not obeying them. Is that yes. is that about right? Yes. Well, it's, it's, I'm sorry, but the choice is easy. Taxes yeah. every time. Yeah. Get in yeah. there. <laughs> easy. Yeah. I've been taxed to death of late. I even got a fine today for late payment that I'm not sure if I've already paid or not it's so confusing Kachink chink taxes are in okay um there'll be an, a quick product placement break now that's over and done with we can move on to our final round <laughs>
0: i forgot it's been so long no it's the no the listener's not going to get that um unfortunately and we can't say what it is but it's been so long since i've seen that name of that product because it's sold in the u.s and in the uk but here it doesn't make any sense to sell it like that here it's called light not diet
1: oh 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 light well there you go Mm. Diet.
2: Yeah, because I need it all the time, being yeah. Santa. <laughs> ho, ho,
1: ho. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so uh, that, that's just an in-joke between me and Bill, which we'll explain on another podcast when we can swear. So anyway, round three. For round three, who started? We started with Bruce. Then we went to Johnny. It's then me. we went to Bill. It's you. It's me. It's you. Your third and final item for room 101 is
2: reality shows a bit like the apprentice does my head in yeah. basically people get so absorbed and they are desperate to watch it and you think so it's a bunch of idiots basically being dragged into a room who frankly lie most of their way through things say they're absolutely wonderful at anything could make a complete ears end of it all and they then get kind of <laughs> Wondified as such on TV, saying how brilliant they are. They appear in papers, they appear in TV, and within about half an hour of them actually winning
1: the damn thing, they disappear off the face of the earth. And all or worse, that- or worse, they actually get a job yeah. in TV, and we have to suffer them for even longer. I, I, I can't agree with you entirely because. I really want to be on Big Brother. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on Big Brother. When it first you came out... you sick individual. Yes, yes, I am. When it first came out, it was a social experiment. And the idea was you'd have, I think there's about 20 people to begin with, all living in the same space. And I thought the concept was whoever won, whoever was the last man or woman standing <laughs> in the house, won the house. But it didn't. It, it was a, a cash prize prize. The, the um,
2: only way you would enjoy that properly is if somebody just threw a knife in the room and said whoever comes out alive
1: wins. <laughs> no, no, That's no, so no, rude. no, no, because we've both been in uh, the Royal Navy and we've lived in very, very confined spaces with um, people with what? What were those things that the snowflakes uh, don't like? The, the odors.
0: Uh, Uh, aggressive sense Uh, just just quick question yes quick quick question uh, obviously both being in the Royal Navy you were both on board ships obviously were either of you in the subservice
1: no no No. good
0: lord no okay well no I wasn't sure because that's even more confined is why I'm asking
1: Uh, not these days actually the the submarines these days of course you're underwater all the time but they're they're big ships they Mm. are spacious why would you go on a ship that purposely sinks yes it's like jumping out of a perfectly functioning aircraft as well. Why would you do that? But um, I, th- I think my point. I know this is th- this is your thing that you want no, to get there in go. there. there but for us, living in a in a close environment where you automatically have to get on with everybody, we learned that as a skill as we moved from ship to ship, mess to mess. And I, th- I think a sailor would easily do. You yes, know, big but, brother standing on their head. But is it entertaining? Would you spend oh, all well, the I time don't care it? about it being entertaining, well, that's no. that's no the point, really. Oh, with it's the money, or the house.
2: No, it's not so much the, the actual thing of itself it's just that that time wasted sitting and you have people literally going. did you watch it last night no don't tell me i've got to go home and watch it this afternoon whilst i throw my small child in the washing
1: machine i think i think the main problem with the reality tv is the fact that we now get and i'm doing the air quotes and three, if you can see me, we get the yes, we get. <laughs> the reality star. That yes, they're not they're, stars; no. they've and, got no discernible talent. And so, why are they we are wasting? No... And,
2: and we, and the thing is, the members of the public actually listen to these idiots. They go on the news, they go on the, in the papers, and things like that. And they turn around and say, "Well, we think it's
1: good if you go and hug a tree or something." And they go and hug a tree. Why? Because they want to program against trees. Trees not... need love too, you know. That's, know. That, that, but anyway, okay. So, reality stars and reality shows—the yes. whole bundle—yes, ready to go on in the that, conveyor, yes. down the hatch. So, who's next?
0: I, I would just like over to weigh me. in on that, if you don't mind. The, Not sure the, the the reality shows. You do have other publications out there, like uh, well, the big one over there in in uh, the UK right now, I believe, is Love Island. Is that the one? Is that the right okay. one?
1: I've, I've, but I've, it's,
2: yeah, it's, it's
0: no, it's pure, it's pure, it's pure trash. I mean, I, I get it.
2: A little bit of sick came in my mouth when you mentioned
0: Love Island. <laughs> There's other reality shows out there that are actually reality based. I'm, I'm not talking like this scripted stuff. Even if it's a reality show like what you're talking about, like Love Island or Lion's Den or Apprentice or X Factor, these things, these are scripted. These are scripted. You can tell that they're scripted. Now, the things that they do on there, they might not be scripted, but they have a format that they follow. Things that are not. Scripted. Uh, for example, I don't I know you guys get it there, but it, they're in the process now of taking it off if they haven't removed it already in the US. It's a show called Cops. That's reality. Yes. That's a real yes. reality show. And well, that, i feel
1: different what you're going to do when they come for you right uh, right boys,
0: and that's a, like that's a real true reality show that's not scripted and and those no. things do happen i've been out there on the streets and it happens exactly like that they're not messing around no,
1: but that's but, exactly the point it's not manufactured right right it's not and it's, it's it's anything but so our reality shows that we've got a problem with are these ones that are anything but real. reality yeah so it's this manufactured nonsense it's like the, the springer show we used to have a jeremy, jeremy Kyle, Kyle, and yeah he's gone that was all hyped and it was created even the stuff like the uh the talent competitions um pop X-Factor. idol x factor yeah. the outcome of those shows is almost certainly decided before anyone sings a note
0: now to be fair to be fair and I'm not going to say who this is, but I will say that I have somebody that I know. I'll I'll put it this way. I know somebody who became one of the American idols. I I know somebody who actually did that. And they are not political. They are internationally known. And I'm not going to say who it is, but I know that person well. That's all I'm going to say. And they truly do If I can tell you who it is offline, but they truly do have a talent and they are very good. They are very good.
1: There's no argument there that the people that wind up on the show, they have to have people with talent to make people want to continue to watch it. But the backroom deals, who's going to go through to the next round, who's going to get this producer or that producer to help them do their next performance. um, All of those things are pretty much fixed and uh, ben elton the guy who wrote black adder uh, he wrote a book about it i can't remember what it's called it no. might be called pop star or something like that and it explained from start to finish how the whole thing uh it was a fictional book but it, it was based on what they actually do in these reality talent shows so where have we got to bruce it's you bruce did Johnny actually give his point his um I did not example or were you just adding yeah, okay I was just adding I was I
3: just, adding. He added,
0: I was just adding Oh
1: you're adding yes it's still you, Johnny. So oh, we'll
0: have to okay. out. All right. Yeah, my topic for the uh for the final round here is going to be uh the thing that that gripes me the most. Uh social media. And
2: Ooh.
0: yeah, to to be fair, yeah. I mean, okay, social media now. I know it has its good points. Okay, I, I will give it that. For example, we do a Marty, you and I do a form of social media here, an alternative social media to promote the podcast and follow people and you know prominent people such as uh, what's it, Katie Hopkins, Tommy Robinson, Nigel Farage, the like. Right? It, I mean, so three controversial characters. We follow them. We we see what they're doing and things of that nature. So I get that there is a positive side to it. Also, if you are a small business owner, if you promote your business on there. Uh, things of that nature. If you're uh, a church group, if you're a youth organization, if you're a charity group, These are all good things, right? These are all good things. They can allow you to reach an audience you otherwise wouldn't. And especially it allows you to expand yourself, not just from a local level, but worldwide. I mean, I know people that have taken their business and their charity functions international because of this type of thing. Uh, And they've got contacts all over the world now that they otherwise wouldn't have. So those are good things. The bad side of those, I think all of you know what I'm going to say and where I'm going to go with this. The bad side of this is you have situations now where people are, because of everything that's going on with all these movements and everything, this, uh, you know, these, these BLM movements and the like, the Antifa movements, all this stuff, people that don't toe the line publicly are losing their jobs. They're getting thrown out of colleges. They're getting, uh, yeah, that they're, they're getting, um, harassed online. They're getting doxxed these things. And it's just, this is detrimental to society, this is detrimental to people's livelihoods, and allowing this to continue. And then, on top of that, you have the companies themselves, most notably Facebook, Twitter, Google, you, you know, YouTube. Those, those companies, these things are on board with that cancellation. Right? If you step out of line, if you step out of their guidelines on what they say is OK for that particular kind of information, then you get thrown off. You get demonetized. You get your information published. People harass you at your home. It's just it's terrible to see that. On top of that, the influential side of it when it comes to politics, when it comes to social issues and things of that nature, people tend to follow those things. They'll get their news from social media. Whether it's true or not, they take it based on truth they look at it because we live in a world of perception. So they just take it at face value rather than do research. They just go along with that. And it allows whatever message is out there to then uh, resonate with uh, a mass populace, whether or not it's actually um, you know true or not. Case in point, what's happening in Rochester, New York right now. There was a video that was released just recently of a man dying in police custody, but he died a week later and more than that he died back in march but now it's being promoted like this just happened and they're burning the city down they're rioting all over the place so it's yeah. it's it's the it's the way that it influences people it's the way that it it uh, alters society it alters people's perception but at the same time like I said in in the initial stages there's there's good aspects to it too but uh, honestly I think personally the the in this case the bad outweighs the good
1: yeah I was an advocate for it wasn't I in the in the early days of our podcasting saying how when I was living in a foreign country away from friends and family I was able to keep an eye. And see what was happening in their lives, and and likewise they could in mine. But those platforms, like Facebook, have become much, much more than than just that, and they have become they have taken on a sinister element to them. And and nowadays, if you want to, you can use. Uh, does it belong to them as well? Does, is WhatsApp or Instagram? But of course, you're not being exposed to this news feed of manipulative stories that are designed to make you respond in a certain way you can just have family and friends groups and just share experiences and photographs and and chat that way so i'm, I'm inclined to agree with you that that it's t- enough's enough
2: I must admit, I don't like the way the information gets passed around. There's a lovely theme park just down the road from us, about 20 minutes away, and they are going through a heck of a time with all the cutbacks and COVID. They're trying to keep staff on. It costs them around about £100,000 and. A week just to keep it just sitting there, and then you stick the staff in on top. It costs an awful lot of money, so they were trying to organise things so it was fair, and they put a one-pound uh, booking fee for the season ticket holders. Oh my word! The the, the Facebook site kind of exploded, and you know, people complaining all over the place. But what upset me was some of the staff started to get personal threats and emails. How did they get the information? Where did that information come from? Well, it only came from Facebook and how they trolled through Facebook to try and find the managers and the individuals and give them a hard time over it. And I thought, why isn't Facebook stopping this? Why aren't
1: they holding back? I don't get it. Facebook get it. doesn't care. No, well, that was the For Facebook now is... <laughs> we're not going to do that tonight. We're not going to go down that road as no, to what Facebook no. is tonight. But, Johnny, social media, yeah. I'm in a place now where I'm no longer defending it there are other ways of of keeping in touch much better ways that don't abuse your data and your personal information so yeah okay so last but not by no means least bruce all right so my last one kind of social media kind of fits
3: in with it and this is kind of kind of the thing i always harp on i'm going to say authoritarianism marxism you know those those having a group of people or a single person saying i know what's best for you i'm going to tell you how you live your life those those kind of individuals um i would i would rather just throw in the room and get 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 done with uh we're seeing it with facebook we're seeing it with google youtube you know all all of them we're seeing it with other billionaires who <laughs> throwing their money around, trying to engineer things the way they want it to be, whether it be socially or um, throwing research into uh, money towards research for genetics and all kinds of things. Uh, I, I, I Let me decide how to live my life, right? I, I don't like having these um, holier-than-thou types that are in lofty positions telling you that you can or can't do this, or, you know, if you want to do this, you have to do this. No, just... You know, free things up and get get rid of the bureaucracy, the red tape. You know, get all of that out of the way so people can live their lives and you know have that well, very American idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right? Uh, make, it just you, know,
1: you make a very strong argument there that I'm finding trouble to even start to pick holes in. But the one thing that did did occur to me is all of us need leaders we always need some form of leadership you either need to be that leader yourself or you need to trust someone who is going to lead you so to a certain degree um, because we we are we are a communal animal you know we we live in groups we always need someone who is going to tell us the way to go starts off with parents Our parents tell us, you know, don't put that in your mouth. Don't put your fingers in the (laughs) socket. Don't touch that. It's hot. You know, we do need leadership because by and large, we can be a bit stupid and we can be a bit headstrong. I, I get that. But sometimes you
2: end up with somebody in power, I won't say who, but he's a president with lots of money. Saying, I'm in charge, this is what you're going to do, this is how you're going to do it. And he hasn't really got a lot of
1: qualifications behind that. He doesn't need them. These boys will tell you that. And yeah. uh, the, the the chap you're talking about, the Donster, uh, unfortunately, yes, he has got a lot of money, but in my opinion, having a lot of money as an individual makes you should make you a better leader. My experience out in the, the Middle East, where you've got uh the royal family are the government as well, they should be incorruptible because they don't need to take the backhander from anyone. You know, they don't need the brown envelope full of dirhams or dollars because they've already got more dirhams and dollars you can shake a hairy stick But in some
2: ways, he's then helping other people gain
1: money, so therefore keeps him in power. That's what it's really about. It's about power. Uh, and and that's what we've been discussing and on the podcast. And that's for, what Bruce is there for, for saying for for is weeks so, now.
2: somebody who's in power can have abuse that by telling you this is the way it's got to
1: be, regardless of how whatever you think. Yeah, yeah. But you that's, died in the wall Marxist. Sorry, Bruce, carry yes. on, mate.
3: That that is that, that's actually to put a finer point on it, that's that's probably more what I'm getting at is the abuse of power. When when you have I'm not against having leaders. I'm against having leaders that uh, abuse that power and basically are now going to use military might or uh, this social engineering nonsense to say, uh, you're going to do as I say. Instead of, uh, I I think a better leader in in most scenarios for, you know, as adults is to show like, look, this is a more beneficial way to go you know and show you the pros and cons and allow you to make your own decision but like forging the path and showing you know the the better if there is a better way then you know they they lead it by example more so than an iron fist
1: yeah do you want tyranny or a democracy isn't it <clears throat> well yeah. some people describe democracy as two wolves and a sheep <laughs> discussing what to have for dinner yes but if you look at the the one that I've got probably the most respect for was a guy called Lech Wałęsa from Poland, led the Solidarity Movement. He was a ship, um, a shipbuilder in Poland, in Gdansk. And he led a movement against the communist government of Poland at the time. And it was, he's a dyed-in-the-wall communist. He believes in socialism and he came from nothing and everything he did was for the right motives to uplift his fellow working men and their families. Then you've got, on the other hand, these ultra-rich that are bored and just want to gain power, and they're doing everything for the wrong motives. So, you know, looking at this from the perspective of whether it should go into Room 101, if you're saying someone, you don't like people telling you how to live your life, um, I understand that, but I think sometimes we all need to be told what to do. Um, But you don't want to just say do this why because i said so yeah but my mum used to say that all the time god rest her my mum still does yeah so,
3: and it hurts <laughs> my parents did the same thing but i mean uh for for personally for my if they would have said don't do this because this i would totally understood it and probably wouldn't have rebelled in most cases but in in the cases that they were like um do this because i said so uh well hold up now that's where i had a problem right so it's kind yeah, of a it's absolutely it's, yeah, yeah. So it's more of a it's more of a, an ex, like um that abuse that forcing you to do it because I said so. That is more what I'm against than necessarily a leader saying, do this. Um if the leader says do this and this is why we're doing this, and I can agree with that, you know, it it, it makes you know it's reasonable, you know, that's cool. But yeah. where you come in and you start, you know, pounding your fists on the table saying you're gonna do this because I said, and if you don't I'm going to off you, your family, or I'm going to destroy your life, your livelihood, whatever. That's where I have a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, I like that. So to round up, I think that's all three. Yeah, Round three. Johnny, yours was? Social media. Social media. Bill, yours was? Reality shows. Bruce, yours was? Authoritarianism. Okay, well... Because I enjoy being in charge every now and again, <laughs> I can't possibly let authoritarianism in, as evil as it is. <laughs> um, yours was again. <laughs> the reality shows. Reality shows. Well, I want to be in reality shows. That's it. I'm doing. Because I am an absolute um, sucker for any kind of fame and fortune. Um, so I'm afraid it's got to be social media. It's Yay! going into 101. Here we go lick a chunk Do you know what? I think Johnny has won this evening. Absolutely. By a two-to-one um, ratio. So you've had two of three. Did you get three? He in? got all three. He got all did three. You? I did. Yeah. Oh, I was going to try and spread it around a bit more. I'm, no. I'm to to no, write, it is, it is I'm unanimous, sir. Apology. I have to write a letter of apology to Bruce now. And Bill is here, so he'll just throat punch me later, I'm sure. And... Uh, <laughs> But I've, I've really enjoyed the conversation. It's It's been back and forth. I didn't get to put any of my things forward. But funnily enough, they were all kind of included. Because my top one was badly spelt memes. That counts in social <laughs> media, doesn't it? So yeah. when someone has gone gone to the trouble of finding an amusing photograph and then f- picking out a, a really good font, selecting a great background, and then misspelled "there," meaning they are they are instead of that place, or it belongs to them. There, um, that really annoys me. I, I can't. It's, it's just enough. rude. Slap them in the rude, face. And and if you told them that they'd done it, they'd probably tell you that you were wrong. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I did get mine into. In fact, I win by 4, Johnny, cuz I think I got four things in there. Okay. No, it's, it's just I have to win. I have to win. I'm very competitive. Abuse okay. Power, you are no, well done. you, are, well you done. are the
0: reality TV star and you you clearly said that you like to uh, be in a position of authority. So, uh, yeah, I
1: do. I do. I love it. I love it. Have a scene stealing hack? <laughs> yes I am. In fact, the, the last time I was directed my bill, I put two of the funniest lines into the whole play that weren't in there in the first place, just ad-libbed got such a laugh it was brilliant Never mind. time
0: <laughs> you know it's quite funny I, I i had actually learned a while back and i didn't realize this i mean you and i've known each other for going on uh, you know 10 years now and i didn't know until recently and i think i mentioned it uh, back on a podcast a while ago i didn't know that you were already a hollywood movie star i didn't know that
1: well hollywood's a strong <laughs> word if you mean that 10 minute war film that a friend <laughs> yeah, of ours put yeah. together then in black and white where i play a very shouty sergeant um yep. that was such fun to do though and I, I, it was I awesome uh, it, was, it was good fun the next film i wasn't in but it's absolutely brilliant it's only 15 20 minutes long i'll have to remember the name for next well, time I, we can tell I, our I, listener yeah the funny thing just, was is
0: yeah the funny Thanks thing there. was is the the scene where you actually you got shot and died in that uh that particular um uh film there i i didn't realize that i mean you're the only person i know that first of all, could have done that. And then second of all, could have been shot by
1: yourself because you were also the person shooting you in that scene. That's right. I, I, I wore two uniforms that day <laughs> and uh, I did indeed shoot myself. So, yeah, I am a steam steen stealing? Yeah. scene stealing, stealing hack. hack.
0: As, as fair Peter enough says. okay we're going to have to leave it there but it has been a fascinating conversation uh mr campbell thank you for coming back you're welcome here as always Pre- you right. appreciate you coming back and marty thank you for kind of uh taking the reins so like i said this was your idea and i thought you did a fantastic job I running all this blind. around so you're uh,
1: correct but you're too blind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right so okay um we are going to have to end because we are out of time and it's a shame it's a shame because i've got people i've got listeners messaging me right now and i've been actually messaging them saying you know i'm, actually, I'm I've been over here dying because you're just listening to all this. And they're like, uh, tell us how we can watch right now because we want to watch right now. And I said, there's no way that there's just no way we're not broadcasting. it. We're, we're in testing right now because we're looking to do this in the coming months. But I think honestly, if this would have been a genuine take, we could just go straight out with this. We could have gone straight out with it uh, because I think it went uh, I think it went that well. And there's going to be very little to be done after uh, after we wrap this up. So uh, again, thank go, you guys for uh, what's that?
1: I have to paint the
0: ceiling. I haven't finished yet. They're my studio. We're, yeah, we're going to get it. We're going to get a backdrop for you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. All right. So uh, we are going to have to go. But uh, thank you guys for sitting down tonight. And for those of you, have not, you'd like to, please do give us a follow on the social media platform of Parler. We love getting all your comments, your echoes, your likes, your upvotes. Uh, you can follow me over there at Jay Anderson three, or you can follow Marty at Marty Foster. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us and you do not want to reach out to us via social media, you can drop us a line anytime you wish at tips at dynamic independent. Com. Also, we would humbly ask you to pass this along to friends and family. We're looking to expand our audience as much as possible, and we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along to your friends, family, known associates, all we're trying to do is promote healthy conversation and get like-minded people together and have good topics to pass around in and amongst people's circles. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you could please drop over to Apple Podcasts or any respective platform you listen to us on that has a rating systems and give us a rating at your convenience. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. Bruce, Marty, Bill, thank you guys for your time tonight. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.